Hi, every day is Saturday. Hi, everyone, and it's Coach Fab. Well, it certainly seems like Saturday because it is. Oh, how about that? I forget what day it is sometimes because, you know, every day is Saturday. But welcome to our 158th Casinos USA podcast. And today, as usually, we as usual, we put in some time <laughs> and we're bringing you some important information. But, you know, craps talk usually comes later in the podcast. And before we get into our feature story today, and that's about establishing a fantasy football league of your own, let's do this. Let's just remember what I've said over and over and over and stop blaming me for you losing money because I told you there are no guarantees. You know, systems this and systems that. Look, if you're playing a pass line system or a place betting system and there's a long roll, you're going to make money. If you're playing a pass line system and a place betting system and there's a very short roll, you're going to lose money. (laughs) If sevens are popping out all over hell, okay, and you're on the down pass and the first roll is a seven, you lose. You want a point to be established. Hybrid, the craps table will find some way to get you. So, you know, we're talking about Unless you are ahead, you got to stop <laughs> and clear off and wait, wait for the next shooter, baby. Collect your winnings and get off the table, all right? Or you can be a gambler and just keep your things there. You know, I've done it both ways, and I've had success both ways. You know, m- maybe taking two or three hits and getting off. I also played hybrid systems and won money with that. You know, that's where you're on the dome pass, but you're also playing point numbers. <laughs> okay. I've also had the dome come <laughs> working for me. Hey, there's a million ways to play this game. And no matter how you play it, the casino has an edge. And it's not a game of skill. And please stop telling me you can control dice. You cannot control dice. And all these people that get on me about it, you can't do it. There wouldn't be people writing books that nobody buys. <laughs> if you could control dice, they'd be playing in a casino every day, knocking down millions. <laughs> well, here's one that kills me, okay? Let's go like with a four count or a five count before we make a bet. Okay, so here's a better idea. If you don't want to lose money and you're afraid to make a bet, wait a freaking half an hour, you know? <laughs> because every time the dice rolls, there's 36 things that can happen. And what happened... Four rolls, four rolls ago or 10 rolls ago or 30 minutes ago has nothing to do, absolutely nothing to do with what's happening next. <laughs> Mathematically, man, it's exactly the same. It doesn't matter. Now, if you want to be careful and not go one roll seven out, maybe just do it because it upsets you. But you know, mathematically, there's no difference. <laughs> hey, How about times when the first roll was the point? You didn't bet, man. You didn't bet. (laughs) You didn't make an odds bet behind that pass line because you waited. Oh, it happens. It works both ways. That doesn't protect you, okay? You just When you don't bet as much, you don't lose as much. But remember this. You also don't win as much, right? There's a risk every time you bet. It doesn't matter when you bet. It's every time you bet. There's a risk. So... Now, that being said, why do I play craps? Because it's not about a computer chip, and there's actually things you can do (laughs) 
to improve your house edge. There are intelligent bets to make. And then, then there's also, in uh, what's that called? Intuition, right? <laughs> because this dude keeps throwing nine, so I just have some intuition that maybe I got to get home on a nine, right? Okay. <laughs> And there's ways to bet that you enjoy. Maybe it's not mathematically as sound as playing smart crafts, but you know what? You enjoy playing that way, and you're there for recreational purposes, right? Like chasing the 12, <laughs> chasing the horn bet, right? Okay, so those are all the kind of things I want you to reinvestigate. And that's our craps talk session for today. And let's get into something probably much more important, and it's how to establish a fantasy football league in your own neighborhood, in your office, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Maybe your bookie won't like it. Hey, sports books may not be close. Uh, play online if you can. But you can still have a lot of fun with fantasy football when you're running the league. So let's talk about that. And we're going to talk to an expert out of state. Yeah, but we found him. We'll be right back and hear what he has to say. So we were fortunate to connect with uh, X-Man out of Maryland, and he's going to tell us uh, how you can establish your own fantasy football league. And Mr. X-Man, what is fantasy football? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I love fantasy football, so happy to join you, happy to explain. So we're at almost the halfway point of the NFL season already. Fantasy football is when you build a team. I mean, we all want to be owners or GMs, right? We all think that we know best, that we know what players coming out of college we should draft, that we know what coaching decisions to make. Well, fantasy football gives you that chance. That's that's as close as we're all going to get, right, to being a professional coach or GM or owner. So well, it's how just a lot of fun. So how does it work? So... It basically starts with friends. You know, you do have to get at least 10. Most leagues have 12 guys. And you get together. And you start with friends, maybe some family, coworkers. And you want to get some friends that you can count on, especially if you're doing a paid league, that they're going to stick with it, that they're going to put their lineups in. And it all centers around a draft, which you want to make sort of a fun event. And there's different ways of doing that. So some years... We've all met at a local bar, like a sports bar, and they've given us a section of the bar, and we've had a sticker chart with the rounds and the players' names. You can even buy uh, on Amazon and at sporting goods stores. You can get sticker charts with the player's name, and you walk up and you announce your pick, and it's a lot of fun. Or, uh, And that's called a live draft when you're doing it together when everyone's there. Or you can do a live draft uh, at your house. Well, how do you example, know? How do you know if you're going first or second? Like, who determines that? Yeah, so that's that's adds to even more of the fun of it. So you have this draft, whether it's a live draft or whether you're doing it online. And in one draft I'm in, in one of my favorite leagues, it's all with the, what I call the neighborhood dads. All we we all get together at different playgrounds with our kids, and we take turns hosting it. And we even have a cookout and everybody comes over and we're all outside late August, usually around uh, Labor Day, end of August before uh, September and the kickoff to the school year and the kickoff to the football season. And there's different ways you can determine your draft order. 
uh, from as simple as picking names out of a hat to there's all kind of online ways where they call it name generators where you just type in everybody's name, everybody's email, and it will send to everybody so that they'll know it's legit. At the same exact time, it will send to everybody what their draft order is. I even have a buddy that has a machine where he sticks a leaf blower to it, and it's like those old lottery machines where the ping pong balls blow around. And when the ping pong ball comes up to the top with your name on it, that's your draft order. So So that's that's really a very big part of this, right? And so how many um, players does each coach draft or each GM draft? Okay, so, again, you start with, your, you start with deciding how many people will be in your league. And what's, what's most common is 12 guys in a league. Well, it could there be women some, too, right? There are some 10-man <laughs> leagues. 10, ma- ten women <laughs> leagues too. We're talking <laughs> – half our listeners are women. We're not calling them out. Yeah, yeah. By by guys, I'm talking to anybody. All it's, right. It's actually it's actually very popular and growing among women as well. It's probably its uh, most uh, growing uh, demographic. Okay, so. go ahead. Now tell us specifically what what we're doing. All right. So most leagues typically have 12 members, and you're considered uh, you know a coach or owner. And everyone in the NFL, all the players are available. And so you determine your draft order. There's a lot of fun ways of doing that. You determine your draft order, and you pick the players you want. When it's your turn, you hope that they're still there. So you, you kind of want to strategize a little bit, and uh, a lot of luck involved, of course. And that that's another thing that makes fantasy football fun. If, if you enjoy gambling, uh, if you enjoy sports, uh, if you like that little bit of luck. So let's say, for example, uh, you like Stefan Diggs wide receiver for the Buffalo Bills. Well, imagine you could put him on your team and then other guys pick and it comes back around to you and let's say Tony Pollard running back for Dallas is is there. Well, you're building this team of studs. You've got these great fantasy players and you're trying to make the best team. But although it's fantasy, it's based on real stats. So how, how those players actually do on Sunday or Monday night uh, is how your team will do. Well, this made me think about a couple of things. So, a, a person who doesn't know the players in the NFL, really, they've got to learn that before they try to play fantasy football. And, he, and, well, a, and the second thing, is there a rule about how many receivers, how many running backs, how many quarterbacks? Is there any rules about that? Yeah, great question. So that's your format. And the typical format will have 10 players going at once. It's usually one quarterback two running backs, two wide receivers, a kicker, a team defense, and then you may have what's called two flex positions where it can be a running back, wide receiver, or a tight end. And and there's various types of leagues and various formats, but that's fairly common. And so you decide that with your teammates, your other owners ahead of time. Uh, if you want to commission a league, the best thing to do is uh, get everybody's phone number, get everybody's email, and try to get everybody together, host a, some sort of party. You can have your draft and make those decisions right before your draft because it's, it's pretty quick and easy. But a strategy you where you just draft it all, you just can't draft all wide receivers. You've got to have, you've got to have those other positions on your team. Exactly. There, there's even, uh, it, gets, it gets pretty wild. There's even a such thing as two quarterback leagues where 
then you're going to start two quarterbacks at once. But most common, again, is having one quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, uh, two flex positions, a uh, kicker, and a defense. And that's okay. That's now, I know you don't have to follow every team with all your different players if you're the commissioner. So is there a software that you would want? What's the best software for the first for a rookie starting a fantasy football league? Sure, and that's so that's like your platform. And what's really common and popular right now is uh, it has been for a while. It's ESPN. You simply download the app. It's free. You have to create an account. You go to Fantasy Football once you are logged into your app or the website, and you can enter the names right through there. Uh, right through their drafting. So right, right at your draft party or your get-together, that's where you'd do it. Well, you could do it. Uh, so I still kind of enjoy what some people call the old-school style, and that's with a sticker chart. It's literally a chart. Most drafts uh, are 16 rounds, so you're going to get 16 players. You'll start the 10 I mentioned, and then you'll have usually around six on your bench. And the, the challenge is, and, and more of the fun is, deciding and sort of debating which players to start maybe it depends on what match okay so we had our draft now it's a day it's the day of the first game now tell us how what are people doing they're going to your account on espn software like do you have how do they get on there right so yeah they'll they'll so you know these days everyone's on their phone and if you have the app on your phone uh you you can just open that up and have that open while you're watching and it's live time so if uh, you have Stefan Diggs on your team. If you have Josh Allen on your team and they get a touchdown, you'll see the points. No, you're ahead of you're ahead of me. I'm talking about before the game starts. Like, what does each person in the league have to do? Well, they don't have to do anything. The uh, when you drafted, or maybe shortly after your draft, before week one, the commissioner uh, entered the names, or you did it uh, live at the draft as people were drafting. You can type them right in, and they're all set. You have to. Make sure your starting lineup is what you want it to be, and that that literally takes like thirty seconds. So, you, but you can change your apps, you can change your starting are. lineup yourself, right? Does can a player change their starting lineup? So you can now. Once once that player goes, once that team's game has started, um, lineups lock usually at twelve fifty five, right before kickoffs, uh, and, and all that will be explained in, in ESPN's platform. Well, what I'm saying is, tell me how you're the commissioner. I'm, on, I'm, I'm in the league, the neighborhood league. Tell me what I have to do on Sunday morning. How do I get to our 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 group on ESPN? Like, what? how do I know what to do? Yeah, so when you go into ESPN, uh, you, you'll have already been signed in whatever uh, platform you decided to use. ESPN's not the only one, by the way. I'll, I'll mention some good ones in a moment. You're all set. You don't have to do anything but make sure your starting lineup is in. Yeah, but say if, just, if I want to change my quarterback and I and I have drafted two quarterbacks, then I can do that, right? I have to type yes, in. you can. You'll have guys on your bench and you may want to switch them up. So that's just called making sure your lineup is entered. It's all done through the app. You just click the app. You'll see your fantasy league's name. You click your fantasy league's name. You're in. You'll see the other team's and it's fun. You can pick a little symbol or a little icon uh, for your team. You know, you can upload pictures. And uh, they even have some of the platforms have helmet selections. And you can make your team name, which is also part of the fun. And uh, 
and then you just make sure you're starting lineups in. Uh, there's literally, it's all just buttons that are set up in the app. Uh, let me mention a couple others. Yeah, go ahead. So, so the NFL even has through the NFL app, which is also free. You download the NFL app, you go to their fantasy football section, and you can, uh, it'll even ask you when you go to fantasy football, do you want to start a league? And you click start a league, and then you know it'll it'll help you out. You know how many members you want in your league, and you can put ten or twelve, which are most common. Um, and it even lets you set up your scoring system. It'll have default. It'll already be set up for you, but you can adjust that. What's become really popular more recently is an app called Sleeper, spelled just like it sounds. That's one of my favorites. It's just a fun app, also free. Uh, CBS has one that actually has a little price to it, but if you're doing a paid league where everyone's paying a little bit of money, you just take that money and pay it towards CBS. They're really the only one that pays because it's a really, that charges rather, because it's a really nice platform to use. So the commissioner uh, holds the money if everybody chips in, say, 50 bucks a start, something like that. The commissioner holds it. Now, how yeah, do you so pay off weekly? How does that work? That's right. And if, if you want to just try it first, uh, all these apps and websites I mentioned, uh, CBS, uh, Sleeper, NFL, ESPN, even Yahoo, you can join free leagues. And so you can join with strangers. You, it'll ask you if you want to join a league or start a league. And it's all done online in that case. They would even have an online draft. And you, you would join it. It would tell you what time and date the draft will be. And so you have to be ready with your laptop or phone. And, and you can try it that way. And so you're just playing with strangers, basically, but also fun. And, and just kind of see what you think. Now, if you're a college football fan, and if you're an NFL fan, I know that you'll appreciate fantasy football because you watch these guys play in college. You see them make it to the NFL. You may actually know a little bit about them more than others and have a little insight in, in how you uh, should, should do in your fantasy league. And, of course, the real NFL draft is fun to watch as well because it gets you excited and thinking about what you might want to do with your fantasy league uh, only a few months after the real NFL draft. Well, X-Man, let me ask you about money. So what's you like, what's the, what's the least, what's the most money you've ever won weekly and, and then at the end of the season? Sure. So online, as I mentioned, all those sites have actually free leagues that you can just play for fun. The first league I ever entered, the first live league I ever did with friends, was just $25 in. And the winner took the entire pot, so 25 bucks times 12. There were, it was a 12-team league. So you didn't get the money till the end of the year, right? Just one person won. Yep, one person at the end. Uh, it's, you just uh, the, play, the fantasy playoffs start a little bit before the real NFL playoffs because otherwise teams that wouldn't make the playoffs, you'd lose those players. Yeah, so, I got, okay, I understand that. Yeah, so um, I'm also in a league that is $100 in. Everybody pays 100 so you get $1,200. And some of that money goes to a weekly high score, which is just a fun added thing you could do as a commissioner. We're sort of on the side. Whoever gets the most points that week's wins 25 bucks 
and that'll be dished out at the end of the year as well. Oh, okay. That's just that's just a way to keep guys interested in playing. You know, everyone's busy. Everyone's got their families, and you'll get guys, especially if it's only a twenty-five dollar league, that if they lose the first two games or so, they'll just maybe throw in the towel. So if you want to keep guys interested, you can have that weekly high score. And that's just an added piece to it that I enjoy in one of my leagues. And then if you're doing $100 in and you've got, say, $1,200, you could also pay out second place a little bit of money, or at least second place gets their money back. So in my 12-team league, six teams will make the playoffs. So that's half the league. So you've got a good shot of being in the top half. And the playoffs are weeks 15, 16, and 17. It's a it's, it's three weeks of playoffs. And then it's all done by the NFL's last game, so nobody plays week 18. The thought there being that the real NFL teams pull some of their players and don't start some of their normal starters because they don't want them to get hurt before the playoffs. That makes sense. That makes sense. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. It, it, uh, 